What's up, everybody? Welcome to Quarantine TV on Hot Pizza Ass. Um, all right, so I'm Erin Darling Travel, as you guys know, and I'm joined here with Zach Harper. And okay, so we decided to have a pizza party. We hope that some of you guys have decided to join us in that pizza party. Um, Zach, you should share the live stream. Can you share it on yours? Oh, like put it on. My yeah, put it on your Instagram. Okay. Why not? Why sure. not? He's a guest. Let's do it. You have way more followers than I do anyway. Don't All right. Do. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, thank you, guys. Oh, hi. Hello, everyone that's joining the stream. Okay, so first thing I want to talk about right now on Hot Pizza Ass, um, we decided to make kind of like a homemade pizza yeah. recipe uh, hopefully provide some quarantine inspiration for you guys. If you bought all your frozen pizzas, uh, we went to Trader Joe's the other night and just couldn't help but notice that everyone bought everything from the frozen food section. Like it's completely gone. Ransacked. Ransacked. And so we got some cheese pizza, but to make it fancy, you know what we did? Zach had a great idea. What did you do, Zach? Uh, we roasted some garlic mm -hmm. and then we cut up some Italian parsley, organic Italian parsley. And we just sprinkle it all. Yeah, look at that. So you can kind of right? glitz up. Rip, you can kind of glitz. Glitz, glitz and glamour it up. Okay. Glitz and glamour Does it up. Ripken need just to yeah, you need to grab Ripken. You guys, Ripken uh, loves attention. Ripken has a problem when things are going on where she's not involved. But look at how cute her haircut yeah. is. She got her apocalypse haircut. I took her. Specifically, I said this. I took her to the place where she gets her haircut. And I said, you guys. I need her to get a haircut where if we all get quarantined and we can't go anywhere where she's going to look fine for like, you know, two months. So they cut all her hair off. She gonna eat my pizza? <laughs> she's going to try to, but she looks really cute. Yeah, she looks adorable. Um, look, at that look at how cute. Look at how cute. And I want to try this pizza really yeah. quick. It's really good. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see it. Wow. Let's try. Good call on the garlic. And we have wine. So you know what? We're looking for pizza and wine sponsors. If anyone wants to sponsor mm -hmm. us and be a sponsor of um, Quarantine TV on Hot Pizza Ass, just yeah. let us know. Let us know. We're going to try to pay attention to the live stream yes. while we talk about the things that are going on um, and be present and all of that. But it's kind of difficult to see everything at once. So we're trying our best. Mm -hmm. But welcome, everyone to this live episode of the podcast this is the first time that i've done this i've never done a live stream while recording the podcast really? okay yeah but I, I like the energy already yeah it's good yeah like I, i'm excited people waving yeah i love it hey guys welcome um okay so the first thing i want to talk about was zach did you see the tweet i tweeted something maybe two hours ago Okay, he okay. didn't see it. Let no, me let me tell him no, about no. it. Okay, so I tweeted, I have this theory, okay? I have a theory for the quarantine apocalypse. Okay. I have a theory that I tweeted about saying that I think that all of the couples that are currently dating during the quarantine mm -hmm. apocalypse are probably going to end up getting married because they are forced to spend time with each other one-on-one -on -one okay. and it's too scary to go out there and like date people, like right. go to your next oh, Bumble you date. You're not going to do no. that, right? No, Bumble and Tinder have to be out now, right? Yeah, like now is not the time to do that. So you're forced, you're going to be forced to spend time with the person that you're with. Right. Considering that, you know, well, if they don't get sick and if they're uh, <laughs> right, someone yeah. that you <laughs> actually. Sick, so what do you think about that, Zach? What are your thoughts on this theory? I agree with this. Um, I think, I think the quarantine is kind of what lets you know if this person is like the right one for you. Really? Right? Yeah, because 
especially if you're quarantined together, that's that's a, like that is a make or break. Like this is essentially <laughs> simulating the end of the world. Right. Apocalypse. Like especially if we could put on like martial law or something like that. That Ooh. is which <laughs> I think is going to happen because uh, we got a state of emergency today and everything. So I think that if that's the if that's the way it goes, if you guys can make it through quarantine together. Like that, it that's, that's the love. One. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. You might as well just put a ring on oh it, God, like yeah. right then and there. Once Go we go to a jewelry store and put a ring on it, like <laughs> right? That's it. <laughs> right? People are saying there's going to be a lot of apocalypse, apocalypse babies, which oh, I man. also predicted too. Mm-hmm. I think they are. There are going to be a lot of births. I want to say nine months from like so we're April, talking about like Christmas babies yeah there's yeah. gonna be a lot of sagittarian energy which i'm cool with i love sagittarius yeah. no capricorn because that's january no i'm, a, I'm an aquarius i'm late january yeah so after sagittarius is capricorn okay yeah so i'm feeling like it, there's gonna be a lot yes pizza time there is going to be a lot of babies that come into the world yeah. i think around this time because okay. and also what i uh, know you know what everyone's stocking up on toilet paper what about condoms i didn't so i've been <laughs> to the store a lot the last couple of days condoms everywhere because that's the other I thing know, too. people aren't thinking about this yeah that's the thing it's like oddly enough there were a lot of diapers and a lot of condoms <laughs> which i don't know if there's a connection there but um yeah because i kind of feel like if you think the end of the world's coming what's the point of being safe well right? um, I don't think people think that the end of the world is coming. I, I do know. think that people are thinking about staying inside. You know, there's not a lot of stimulation occurring. Sure. I'm already bored. I'm like two days into self-quarantine. I feel fine right now. Okay. And so I'm an able-bodied person that's avoiding people right. and crowds and society. Right. And I'm already bored. Okay. How are you doing mentally? I guess I'm bored too. So, so you're not? Uh, no. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I've, had to, I've had to work, so I don't know. Uh, I've had to do radio the last couple of days. And so, um, no, like I am bored because it's just the little things of like, I wanted to take the dog for a long walk today. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, I was like, I really can't risk taking him for a long walk because I don't know what's going on. Right. I don't know what's out there and everything. So, um, so I just kind of up and down the street and that was it. And then outside of that, like, yeah, like, there's no, like, hey, you guys want to get a drink tonight? Hey, let's go to a show tonight. Like, I know some people are doing that. You should not do that. You shouldn't do that. Like, you've got to, you've got to really, like, stay in. I feel very strongly about this. Yeah. So, okay. Well, Ripken is growling because she agrees with you or she wants your pizza. But let's go back to that. So, Zach, you are feeling very strongly about what what self-quarantining or self-quarantining social distancing like it there really is like there's some good information out there about the potential effect it could have (laughs) on just the spread of the virus like there there are a couple of like you know curve uh graphs where it shows like there's a huge spike if there's no social distancing like this huge increase and otherwise it's a very like um very more like shallow curve and very very more mild curve and it just shows the impact like the fact that at the Pepsi Center in Denver last night, they had a Post Malone concert and that thing was packed. And the fact that the Pepsi Center allowed that what? to still go on while all this is happening is completely irresponsible and could end up being like a class action lawsuit if someone gets sick there. Oh like really my yeah. gosh. Like all these, like everything, everything in sports is shut down. Sports are shut down, which right. actually kind of got people to be serious about this in this country. <laughs> Ripkin, you need to stop right now. Yeah. How do we get her to stop growling? I, maybe she wants to be with you. Okay, yeah. let's bring her over here. 
Okay. <laughs> now you guys can see how cute her haircut is. Okay, Ribkin. Yeah, now you're with me. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> okay, so what are people saying? WWE SmackDown onto an empty audience. They okay. perform. Okay, perform. Yeah, I mean, that is surreal. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know Zach, but Zach, um, he covers the NBA. So he's very well versed in what's going on right now in the sports world. Mm-hmm. And you actually had a couple of theories about how the NBA is, is affecting the way that society sees you know, social distancing and quarantine, yeah, the, seri- so the seriousness of the matter. Right. So I, I'm a firm believer that we did not take this seriously as a country until two things. One, Tom Hanks got sick and it happened in Australia. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't actually here, but he's obviously a huge icon. So Tom Hanks got sick. And then in this about f- within 40 minutes of him announcing that he was sick, one of the players for the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, was diagnosed with coronavirus. And when that happened, the NBA was planning to play games without fans no fans in the arena so just empty arenas just essential uh, team personnel and that maybe a little bit of media but that's it and once they found out a player was sick shut down the league within 20 minutes of that the nba put out a statement saying we're suspending the season now it may come back but they've they said yesterday um there's at least a 30-day hiatus a minimum they'll reassess in 30 days but most people are thinking it's going to be a couple of months at best. And so I think that once sports shut down, because sports are such a huge industry, whether you follow them or not, like it's just such a huge part of American culture. Once the NBA shut down, uh, MLS shut down, um, I believe the NHL shut down, March Madness got canceled, uh, baseball suspended their season that's about to start. Like everything's kind of shut down. And I think it was a real wake up call to America of like, oh, no, 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 we have to really take like, take caution with this and be careful and it was at that point it was already starting to happen especially with toilet paper but over the last (laughs) couple of days with with anything in the stores ransacked like everything we were talking about earlier that's so true actually because you know i think that a lot of people were kind of preparing casually for a quarantine or for something like that if it were to happen but then you're right like when the nba made that announcement mm-hmm. and they were the first yeah we, yeah they were the first to be like I was gonna nope. say we were the first i'm not an nba <laughs> we were the first yeah and then after that it was like okay now everyone all of a sudden is showing up at trader joe's filling their carts yeah. there was absolutely nothing there i wanted tortillas so bad last night i wanted to make tacos there was nothing there There was nothing there and the lines were to the back wall yeah. to the back wall from the windows to the wall literally <laughs> It was insane. So, you know, this is kind of a scary time. A lot of people are freaking out. Mm. I'm going to have an epidemiologist come on the show and yeah. give her thoughts in a couple of days because I want to continue live streaming and doing the podcast just because right now I feel like people need forms of entertainment. We're going to run out of Netflix to watch. We're going to run out of Amazon. So now is a really good time to catch up on Hot Pizza Ass and watch my live streams, you know. Watch live streams. <laughs> and, and, you know, you got to read stuff. So you should subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, they do great sports coverage. I'm going to write about a lot of nonsense that's not really sports over the next three months, four months. I don't know. So keep me employed by doing that. Yeah, That'd yeah. Be great. In the past 48 hours, Ooh, Tom someone? Hanks gets corona, sports shut down. Sarah Palin was a mass singer. Oh, what? my God. Do we need oh any more? No. Was she really? You know what's so funny about that show? So I actually was bored yesterday and watched a little bit of The Mass Singer. I've never seen that show before, and it was kind of entertaining. What? Yeah, it was. Like Love is Blind entertaining? No, okay. Love is All Blind. Right. Okay, if you guys really are bored and you need something to watch, Love is Blind is a good show to hate watch, I yeah. think. 
Yeah, we got into it. Yeah, we got super into it. (laughs) Like, in a weekend, it was done. Like, that was, yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. It's some of the best trashy TV I've ever seen. It really is great. You know, it's if you guys don't know about it, if you live under a rock. I'm on Team Jessica, by the way. You like her? She's the most entertaining TV person I've ever seen. Like, there is, I, I said, I think I tweeted this at one point. She, there is not a more exciting play in American culture than Jessica drinking. <laughs> okay, Jessica that's true. That's like, true. As soon as I saw her with that drink in her hand, I was like, oh, here's something's <laughs> about to happen. Like, this girl's crazy. Okay, so Zach hasn't seen the reunion yet, but I watched it without him. I'm sorry. Uh, but in the Wait, reunion. You, said you watched half of it. I did. I watched half of it, but I saw the part where Jessica talks, where okay. they, they, Nick Lachey, obviously. I love how he says, and I'm obviously, and I'm obviously Nick Lachey. Lachey. <laughs> Can I start? <laughs> I myself, I'm obviously, obviously Zach. Yes, Harper. obviously. Okay. I'm obviously Aaron Darling Taralba. So um, if you guys don't know, um, basically what ends up happening is this in the reunion, the show is hosted by uh, Vanessa Lachey and Nick Lachey. And one of them asked Jessica, like, how was your experience on the show? And she actually was very remorseful. She felt bad about getting drunk. She said that she, it was very difficult for her to watch what happened. And I got to say, you know what? I love pop culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. And this moment was so interesting to me because I could see that she felt bad. And as a viewer, like, we were watching it just yeah. being like, oh, man, every time this girl drinks, like, she does something awful. And then Amber got really mad at her because Amber was like, you were uh, intervening in our relationship. Yeah. We were engaged at that point. You right. were being fake to your fiance. Like, at least tell me the truth. Have the decency to tell me the truth. And I was like, you know what? She has a point. <laughs> yeah, no, she does. Like, that was <laughs> reckless. Like, right? Wildly. Like, if someone, like, if some dude was doing that. Like in in our in our relationship, like I would I would punch that dude like I would that's like hands get thrown at that point like that's not okay, that's not all right. Like mm-hmm. it's one thing like okay she likes him like I get it, but to then start you know are you really sure about that like no that's a that's a hand throwing situation. Yeah no absolutely um craziness mm. but what what else do we want to talk about today we want to talk about some other things oh, that happened this week. Representative Porter. Oh yes. Oh my gosh, if you guys are, um, obviously you're following me if you're watching the live stream, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't follow me and you hear this today, I have put clips up on my Instagram story with Representative Porter, who just freaking like a gangster... This clip was going viral today. I'm not the only one that yeah. posted it. A lot at Laverne Cox posted it. I think someone else did too. I forget who. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are posting this clip because this representative goes in with who was the name of the individual? Uh, so it was Representative Katie Porter, and she was talking to CDC Director Robert R. Redfield. Yes, Robert R. Redfield. And he was just ridiculous. Like she is asking him straight up, hey, are you going to make sure that people without insurance have the ability to get tested for the coronavirus and get, care for, it, yeah. and get care for it? And she lines out exactly how much it costs, you know, things from an emergency room visit to um, getting tested, also getting tested for the flu, because who knows which one you have. Right. So the test of the cost of all these different tests and then additionally, just like a visit, anything that happens in the emergency room, it can be very, very expensive. And so she straight up confronts this guy and he tries to give her a politician answer like we are doing our best. And she's like, no, it's a yes or no. This is a pandemic. It's an emergency. Yes or no. She would not let him get away with any of his bullshit. Mm -mm. 
And she kind of bullies him into saying she 100% yes. 100% bullied him and good. Like some bullying is okay. Like she bullied him into saying, you know what? You're right. It's going to be free. And I love what what she said after that. And she was like, okay, let the record state. Like yeah. she like knew like yeah. this is going she viral. She got, him, she got him in there. She's like, like this is being filmed. <laughs> like someone releases. She's like, all right, American people. Now you know that you can go. <laughs> like yeah. she just totally She's like, like can, laid it go, out. Whether you have insurance or not, you get to go and get tested and get <laughs> care for it if you have the coronavirus. And it was amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Like, thank you so much, Representative Porter. Like, yeah. Katie Porter, like, you are a boss. Like, that was unbelievable. Uh, oh, my gosh. Someone, my friend, um, Amanda Anon sent it to me, and she was like, oh, my gosh, look at this. Like, watch this clip. And I watched it, and I just, my jaw dropped. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, these are the people that we need in politics. Like, the people that are honestly looking out for the good of the American people, for everyone's best interests, not just big business, right. not just, like, rich people everyone this is an emergency it affects everybody yeah and i think like i think you look at people like her i think you look at people like uh, like aoc like yeah it's, you need that's the importance of of this coming election right is that mm-hmm. young people typically do not vote or do not vote enough and it's really the only way to change what's going on in this country like if you saw trump talk today about this thing there's no way you have confidence in what's going on. So I didn't see what <laughs> happened. What happens that? Can you lay it out so, for us so or anyone laid, that missed he it? A, a, you know, he, he declared a national emergency. Okay. Um, and was talking about just steps they're taking, but like, he's so inarticulate and I'm not I, like, look, I'll be plenty mean about him. I hate him. I legitimately hate him. I will never respect him. I won't respect for people who voted for him. Like I don't like I, if you're going to vote for him again, get out. Like I'm, I'm done with it at this point. But the idea that he doesn't know what he's talking about and he's talking about it as the most important per- person in the world with this stuff right now because we are so far behind with taking care of this this virus, this pandemic and everything and being prepared for it. Um, I just left with so much less. Co- I didn't have much confidence in the government taking care of it in the first place. I had so much less confidence until you showed me Representative Porter, you know, kind of kind of strong arming um, Redfield into that mm-hmm. into that declaration. And so that made me feel better. But before that, like I was down about it. Like, I mean, even he said there's going to be a website that helps you test for it that Google's made. And Google had to clarify, like, well, not really. That's kind of just for the San Francisco Bay Area, you know, stuff. And like it's, you know, there, it's not what he said it was going to be. And it's just nothing he said was correct. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a very, very overwhelming time. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people are stressed out. Um, someone said that you scared them to death with the martial law joke in quotes. I don't think it's a joke. I mean, I'm not trying to be flippant about it, but like, if you think about what's going on in Italy right now, that's probably the way to go. Like, I really think that it could get as serious as that, depending on how it spreads. Now, if we can social distance, if we cannot go into mass gatherings and everything, scientifically from what studies show with this kind of stuff, like you can really curb the spread of this stuff, but you have people who are still going out at night and I'm not trying to kill local businesses or anything like that, but they're going to take a hit and they have to take a hit because you can't have people going out to clubs, going out to bars, going out to restaurants. Like you just can't right now. It's not, it's not safe and it's not healthy and it spreads so easily. Like, I mean, I, I brought wine in tonight. I must've wiped down the wine with Clorox wipes. Like, three times from taking it out of the supermarket to like bringing it up here. Like just because I'm, and I'm not a paranoid person with stuff. I'm not a hypochondriac, but this stuff's serious. Like it's really serious. Yeah, it's absolutely serious. So, oh, Erica, Erica Rhodes has joined this live stream. Hello. We love you too. hilarious. 
She is hilarious. If you guys aren't following Erica Rhodes, mm-hmm. you should. And I also want to talk about how this is affecting the comedy community, you know, because know. with live events being canceled, you know, like it's a Friday night. Normally, we like to go support our friends that run yeah, a show called absolutely. Faded. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Faded. Yeah. Um, they're an awesome show in L.A. and they're every Friday night. Yeah. And their shows are canceled. Yeah. And that's just locally, right? This right. Is not even including people that tour. Comics are on the road that have to... I just got an email saying that um, all the levities are, are closed. Wow. They're going to not do shows until April. I have a show April 2nd on Levity Live in Oxnard, yeah. which may be canceled because that's close. Like, I don't, I don't even know yet. So it's kind of crazy. This is affecting entertainment. A lot of um, uh, shows have been shut down. Our live show for I do a, a podcast that does culture and, and sports uh, called Count the Dings. And we had a live show March 28th in Brooklyn that we just canceled yesterday. Uh, because we can't risk it. Like we can't put hundreds of hundreds of people in there and say like, oh yeah, this is safe. Like we couldn't risk the travel. Like there was no way. Yeah, that sucked. They did suck. Yeah, I was really looking forward to. It. Have you guys made that announcement yet? Yeah, we made you it. Did? Yeah, we okay. officially made it yesterday. Man, yeah, it's just it's affecting everybody and everything, and I'm pissed off at the hoarders. I'm really upset that people are just going into the store and buying everything. Like this is one of the things that's very upsetting to me personally, because I'm thinking about, okay, let's just cover our bases, you know, like two to three weeks worth of stuff of food. Okay, fine. Right. That's what we should be buying. But like the people that are wiping out the entire grocery store. Yeah. Like that type of privilege to me, I just really cannot relate to. Plus like, Look, there have been some stories, and I believe them to be true, but, like, there's some stories of people, like, old people saying, look, we we know we can't really be in the store. Like, here's $100. Can you go get us this list of, of items? And, like, people have said, like, oh, yeah, I went and did and helped this, like, this, this old couple or whatever. But, like, that's the thing. It's, like, it's great. You, We've bought supplies. Like, like, you should absolutely prepare yourself because I do think while stores are going to keep replenishing stuff, you don't know what's going to happen ultimately. Yeah, right? that's the thing that freaked me out is that people keep saying, oh, the stores are going to restock. The stores are going to restock. But we don't really know what's happening. We don't know how many people are just hoarding all this stuff. Right. We don't know if there's a shortage of any of this stuff on the distributor end. We don't know the schedules of when the things are delivered to the stores. And we don't know who is currently sick enough that warrants the actual emergency right right? so it's all like the healthy young people i believe that are buying all this stuff and the rich people and and i know this because the neighborhoods that i'm going in i'm going to different stores like when we are in hollywood and studio city a lot of things are just like wiped out but i was actually with erica the other day and we were in downtown la and we were in koreatown and like different neighborhoods they were they actually had stuff and i was like that's interesting so is it just like these Hollywood idiots that are just buying everything? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I've been all over, you know, the valley, like over North Hollywood and Studio City and stuff. And like, it's just ransacked. Yeah. And, and it's like, you just think about, like, there was a story where someone got caught and it's technically not illegal, although it should be pr- price gouging. But like, there was someone who was caught buying up all this stuff in stores and they're reselling it on Amazon for like increased prices. And it's just like, it's like really like, that's who you are in a pandemic. That's who you are. You're going to be the person that like tries to profit off this. Yeah, that's I, a bad look. I get it's <laughs> capitalism and it's American and all that stuff, but like, come on. Like, you're you're keeping supplies out of old people, out of families' hands, just so you can make a couple extra bucks. Right. It can't be worth it. Yeah, my friend uh, Megan Nager posted this uh, photo on her Instagram. I actually reposted it, and it was of an elderly woman like mm-hmm. shopping, looking up and down the aisles. And there's nothing there. Yeah. 
by the time she gets to the store. And also the other thing that we don't know, okay, so my grandmother, she lives in a retirement home. She cannot drive anymore. She's in her 90s. She can't drive to places. If she needs groceries, if she needs things and no one can provide them, if she doesn't have a family member visiting, she has to schedule a time with the community where she lives in where someone can drive her and take her there on a day where she's feeling well enough to do so. Yeah. It's not like she can just get on her car and go. Right. You know, like these are the people that this is affecting. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I mean, that's a great, there's a fine line between capitalism and stupidity. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's just bad behavior. Like it's not like that's evil. It's evil. Like to, to do that stuff, like to know you're keeping supplies out of people's hands. Like I'm not saying don't prepare yourself and don't take care of your family, but you don't need every bit of water, every bit of ramen, every bit of whatever. Right. Like you can ration that stuff out and make sure that there's stuff for other people. Right. Or do it in multiple trips, which is kind of what we've been doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. like every day this week we'll go and get like a bag of Today stuff. Today you got right? frozen some stuff. Today bread and got canned some stuff. Right, beans exactly. and I buy seaweed because I like sure. snacks that some people think are disgusting. <laughs> I like seaweed. You do? Okay, yeah, cool. I know, yeah, I, I like it because of the iodine. Sure. You know, it's supposed to be really good for people. Good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you look at like, oh, this is really good for him. Like, I'm, I'm just trying good. to think about things that like come in packages sure. that aren't touched by other people that we can eat, right? That was actually like, something I didn't totally consider at first where you were like, only self-contained stuff. I was like, oh, right, because of Yeah, because of the pandemic. I'm so there's certain smart. things that like I'm now freaked out about. Like I would prefer at this point in time, even though I normally like fresh fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. now I'm kind of like, you know what? I want the frozen ones <laughs> i want the bananas because it comes in a peel and right. avocados like i want things that come in a bag right now because i'm kind of worried about other people's like contamination yeah. upon the things that oh, i'm going to be consuming right I was wiping down stuff left and right in that store <laughs> sleeves all the way over the hands didn't grab anything with my bare hands like oh you can't trust anything right now and also went over to the worker station uh once i was done buying everything <laughs> popped that purell in my hands swabbed up and was gone yeah right yeah, someone says, uh, you know, you're in trouble when they're charging $50 for a hand sanitizer. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's so true. I mean, we're, I'm honestly making my own. Right. I'm making my own it's hand like sanitizer. It's like Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like an episode of Breaking Bad. I'm like becoming a scientist because of it. We right. became chefs because of it. Sure. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, this is frozen pizza, but we made it good. Yeah, we glitzed up. You know what up. I mean? Yeah. absolutely it's actually really good i don't know if i want to eat this crust though are you a crust person oh yes i love the crust really you don't i do i'm all about carbs some of us don't have the same metabolism okay well (laughs) you know i love it i love food in general i'm stoked on it um and I like this wine. And oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I need to apologize publicly right now to uh, Inez of Lupicata because I told her I wasn't going to drink in the month of March. Look, so things changed. You know what? If this is how you're finding out, Inez, I'm really sorry. And if you guys uh, don't know about Lupicata, follow Lupicata on Instagram because she makes like some of the most amazing pizza that I've ever yeah, ever had in my life. You, like, the pizza we had oh what my was it, last God. week or the week before. So, it was one of the best. Not just pizzas, but like one of the best things I've ever had. So she does pop-ups, by the way. So if you're in Los Angeles, like go find her, follow her on Instagram, because that's where you'll know she doesn't have a traditional storefront or a restaurant. So she'll go in and do collaborations with uh, bars, wine bars, uh, farmer's markets, things like that. So you got to go follow Lupa Cotta, L-U-P-A-C-O-T-T-A. 
um, the best pizza ever. It's un- it's incredible. Like they, we had this burrata one that had I don't know some kind of like. It was called the Gucci Margarita. Oh, the Gucci Margarita. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. That it was, was tomato, basil, and burrata and pesto. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, pesto. And I'm not normally a pesto person, but that was oh my god. It was a per like every flavor complimented the the next flavor. Was what incredible. was the other one we had? Oh yeah, she had like a, a vegetable, like yeah, a spring a ve- vegetable like a, one. Yeah. Oh my god, remember that? It had uh, caramelized onions. Oh. It was sweet. It was yeah. almost sweet. It was like a yeah, they were like sweet on- onions or something. Yeah, it like. had kale. It had yams, yeah. which normally it's like I don't know if I would normally order that on my pizza. I'd be right. like, I don't know about this. Like I love a veggie pizza, but kale and yams is not typically what I would put. But because I trust her and I know her, yeah. and she's so skilled and adept at at flavor combining that I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. So yeah. and she's just putting these things together. She's got her own little like personal little yeah. Mini she brings oven her own oven. She like, wood yeah. fires it. I'm in thinking the like <laughs> this is big contraption and like how does all this goodness come out of this little container? Like it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it was. Ines. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah we, we did break. The, well, also, so two things happened. <laughs> okay, what happened? One, we your show got canceled. Yeah, we weren't going to drink until my show <laughs> in in Brooklyn, and then two. Um, the pandemic started. So I feel like those were two good reasons to, to drink wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Well, there you go. I mean, when you're quarantined, yeah, you just kind of feel like, you know, drinking wine. I think, you know what? I'm surprised. We went, when we went to Trader Joe's, I really wanted tortillas and I wanted wine. Right. Tortilla is not an option, completely gone. Yeah, everything was gone. We could still buy wine, though. And I was like, there's so much alcohol here. I'm surprised. Yeah, no one's really stocking because every store <laughs> I've gone to, and even we went to we went to KNL, right? For to yeah, we wine. went to KNL. Was fully stocked. Like, KNL is not running out of wine anytime no. soon. No, everyone, no, no one's <laughs> buying alcohol at this time, which I feel like it's. I feel like you should. You're going to be in there for a while. You yeah. Have some fun. Right, you're going to be hanging out. Like, why aren't more people just like, okay, let's have our quarantine party? Yeah. I'm kind of confused on it's that. It's not a DiGiorno pizza. It is a... It is a. Well, we're not going to say the brand because they're right, not paying they us. sponsored us. But it's not DiGiorno. It's not DiGiorno. Yeah. It's, um, it is from the Frozen section. Yeah. It's a cheese pizza. Of Ralph's. It was, I got it at Ralph's. And for those of you who are joining us on the podcast, we chopped up parsley and Zach roasted some garlic. Mm-hmm. So it is a cheese, parsley, roasted garlic, delicious, delectable confection. We should franchise this recipe to Lupicata. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> should tell her. I feel like she could do a really good version. She could of that. probably just like you know really do some yeah. amazing stuff with it. Throw some burrata in there or something. Mm, yeah, yeah, it, it'd be way better mm-hmm. if she was in charge here. All right. <laughs> I'm allergic to wine, but tequila, all good. Oh, yeah. I love that. Okay. I love tequila, too. That's my go-to drink. What's your favorite tequila? My favorite tequila? That's, like, manageable. Not, like... Casamigos. Casamigos is great. That's Casamigos great is amazing because, for me, it's... They should sponsor us. <laughs> Casamigos hey, is... Um, to me, it's, like, a good middle-price tequila mm-hmm. that I... It never gives me a hangover. It's never like too sweet. It's good in mixed drinks, but I can also take a shot of it and yeah. not gag. Yeah, which is great. So I'm that way with uh, with Herradura, the uh, reposado. I know nothing about that. Oh, Herradura is legit. It's okay. a night. It's a. It's about like on par with Casamigos. Like it's that kind hmm. of tequila, and I I've always loved that. But, but is it white or is it the gold? Because I hate gold tequila. Um, whatever the reposado is, I don't know. I just know I like the reposado version of that. Okay. But um but they have everything. Like they they've got it all. But it, that's a good one. 
<laughs> but ever since Casamigos became big, I've just had Casamigos. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. This guy is fresh for that. Getting it at Ralph's. All right, man. Yeah. Hornito Silver. Try it. All right, girl. Oh, Hornito I'm going to try it. I will right, we'll put that on the list. That seems like a good margarita drink. I don't know that I've ever had Hornitos. Never? I, I think, think I have so. had Hornito Silver before. I think I have purchased it mm. once before, but I don't really remember. I got to look into Patron? it. I like Patron a lot. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. I think, I mean, the hype's a little overhyped, but. I agree. I think it's a little overpriced yeah. for what it is, yeah. but yeah. Oh, we had, uh, remember when we had Screwball? Is that what it was called? <gasps> oh, yeah. That peanut, it's peanut oh. butter whiskey. Peanut butter whiskey. Oh, it's legit. I had a lot of reservations when Aaron brought it up. I was like, I don't know about this, but it is yeah. legit. Okay, so in November, December, I kept hearing about peanut butter whiskey. And I am one of those people, like, I don't care. Like, I know Fireball is awful for you, but I still like it. Really? I think it's delicious because I love Christmas and it tastes like a mouthful of Christmas for me. It feels like a dentine chewing. I just love that cinnamon whiskey and I know it's bad. So when I heard there was peanut butter whiskey, I was like, hold on, Mm -hmm. hold on a second. Where do we get this? How do we find it? And I just assumed that because it was a trend that I was hearing about in L.A., like mixology and bars and stuff like that, they're pretty much like up to date. You know what I mean? Like right. when you go out in L.A., you can order some weird stuff. And and normally if you go to the right type of bar, they have it. But unfortunately, it was like a nightmare trying to find some screwball in yeah, this town. We I just couple, wanted to we try it. Places and couldn't find we it. got to the point where I was like, Zach, we got to find this. And then Zach was calling bars being I like, did. do you I have called like, screwball? I called like six bars and I got four of them to say they had it. And then one of them that said they had it when we went didn't have it. And so, um, yeah, I called <laughs> Always make the effort, How guys. embarrassing is that, you guys? Like, can you imagine? That's a weird conversation. I know. I it can is. you imagine like, just calling a bar being like, like hey, hi, Idle you know? Hour. I'm like, hey, do you have screwball? It's a peanut <laughs> butter peanut flavored butter whiskey. <laughs> and and the and the every single time I called it, I, the question back was, what was that? I'm like, all right, there's this whiskey. It's supposed to taste like peanut butter. I'm pretty sure it's called screwball. And uh, and then it was, you know, it was just an awkward conversation to have. I'm not that socially confident anyway. So it was, it was just it was rough. <laughs> that was so funny. I remember that. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? It was worth it because we did find an establishment that had it. Yeah. And it was so funny because I remember like I remember being with you and I was like, wait, I heard this place has it. And we called them and we put them on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. And the person was like, wait, no, I don't think we have that. Or we did have it, but not anymore. Right. And they're like, wait a second, let me check. And they put us on hold. And the lady goes back and she comes back on the phone and she's like, you know what? We do have it. We and we were both it. like, no, we, yeah, because no. we like that bar. We like that place. So yeah. we went to this bar in North Hollywood and we tried the screwball for the first time. It's one of time. my writing spots. They have free Wi-Fi. It's a great place. Yeah. And it did not disappoint. No, and it was something where it's, <laughs> we- it's a weird sensation because... You clearly taste peanut butter, but you clearly taste whiskey at the same time. And it was. Oh, I barely tasted the whiskey. For me, it was pretty much like it all was just peanut, peanut butter. butter. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah, it was so good. And I love peanut butter, you guys. Peanut oh, butter peanut and butter. jelly. One of my favorite. That's a great sandwich. I know it's like a it's very a typical sandwich. sandwich, but like it <laughs> never disappoints. What jelly? Right. Grape. Okay. There we go. I also like strawberry. The strawberry is good, but I prefer like grape. Grapes where it's at. Raspberry. Now, Raspberry. Oh, raspberry's good. Um, now here's a question. The what? Mix. 
where they sell oh hell no of, okay there we no go. that's okay, disgusting that was, i was gonna walk out of here no smuckers no myself. you can't do that no, you can't do that smuckers. yeah no no I no get what you're trying to do but you can't do it. that's disgusting you keep your peanut butter and you keep your mm-hmm. jelly separate yeah. and you got to customize your own ratios what are your feelings on uncrustables so never was a huge fan or even thought of it much but at Lakers and Clippers games at the Staples Center, they have a little free refrigerator area where they have Uncrustables <gasps> just for media. You can take how many, however many you want. So you can either pay for the media dining meal, which is like eight bucks or something like that. And it's usually like mid. Like it's like it's okay. It's not terrible, but it's not good. So you can either pay for that or you can get free Uncrustables as much as you want. You can also make free nachos as much as you want. And they have free soft serve as much as you want. So like, yeah. Free nachos and soft yeah. serve? So, like, I usually just, like, go grab an Uncrustable or two, take it to my seat, watch the game, type up whatever dumb jokes I got. Like, that's it. But, yeah, so I'm in on the Uncrustables now. What about you? I love Uncrustables. Okay, so here's my Uncrustable story. So I was in a sorority in college, and I like how you laugh because – Obviously, because here's of the course weird thing. I was. Here's the weird thing: it's like <laughs> knowing you the way I do, it doesn't make any sense to me, and yet it makes perfect no right. Sense. Well, it's yeah. like my personality is very yeah. not sorority, but then you look at me and you're like, yeah, of course she was in a sorority. You like, have what? a great joke about it that I love. I like, do. Yeah. I do stand up about being in a sorority. I roast sororities. I'm. I think it was a waste of my time. It's ridiculous that I was in one, but. It's also kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, she was definitely in one. So (laughs) I was in the sorority and I lived in the sorority house. I lived in the house of the sorority. Stop laughing at me, Zach. It's just a really dark period of time in my life. This is also part of the reason why I started the podcast. I was bulimic in the sorority house. It was not funny. I had so many like issues there. You know, I felt like I never fit in. But I did live in the sorority house for an entire year of my life. And when I was there, I remember we had like a chef. This just this just sounds more and more ridiculous. Oh there was a chef that lived in the sorority that made us food. So they would make us like breakfast, lunch, dinner. And the kitchen was always open while they were there so you could get okay. snacks. So this is one of the perks of living there is because you always have food provided. Oh, like, so it's, it's free food? Yeah, free food. That's so amazing. you pay, okay. you live in a house with like, you know, you have you a room. Your yeah, your bunk yeah. bed or whatever with a couple of people and you have no privacy, but you get like the added benefits of a couple things like that. So the, the, the chef leaves at like eight or seven or something after dinner. But there's a, an outside community <laughs> little kitchen, like a small fridge that's always open with snacks. And they always had Uncrustables. So when I was in college and I would go out and get wasted, I'd go get drunk at the bar with my sorority friends mm. and uh, drink Crystal Light and vodka because I thought that was a good idea. Oh I know. This is horrifying. This is all stuff I talk about on the podcast. But You guys should subscribe and leave a five-star review. You really should. You should listen and subscribe and, and give me a shout-out. Give me a what's up on the reviews. But, yes, yeah, so – um, when I would come home drunk from the parties and I just needed some sustenance, I was weak. I would wow. eat the Uncrustables. So they'll always have a soft spot in my heart, sure. you know? So we had two questions that I saw that I wanted to Okay, address. let's let's address them. And I'm sorry that I don't remember who asked them, <laughs> but you know who you are. So someone asked, pizza rolls or bagel bites? Oh, damn. I'm very strong on this. Bagel bites. Thank you. Oh, my God. I got so nervous there. 
Yeah. yeah it's bagel bites. Bagel the bites problem so with better. pizza rolls is sometimes I've tried to cook them and they're cold inside and mm-hmm. sometimes they're way oh, too they're hot way inside. Too hot. Yeah, absolutely. And they burn you. Yeah. You know, I like Consistency's that. Consistency is not good. And the other yeah. one, which I know how you stand on this, but I think it's a good conversation to have. What? Does pineapple belong on pizza? Hell yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Let me talk. Okay, so if you eat meat, pepperoni and pineapple is the best combination. Forget that Canadian bacon stuff. Like ham and pineapple, it's a garbage combination. Pepperoni and pineapple. But if you don't eat meat, pineapple and jalapeno. Okay, you know what? Get it. I agree. But you know what? I have something else. I want to one-up you there. Okay. Pepperoni, I think, is disgusting anytime. And I don't say that just because I'm vegetarian. I just think it's mediocre and awful. You know what's delicious, though? Prosciutto. Mm. Pineapple. And. Yeah, that's a good combo. Jalapeno. And it's my favorite piece ever when I used to eat meat. And you can get it at Moza. And I think it's called uh, like Bene Speck or something like that. I don't understand half the words you just said there. Moza, the best pizza restaurant. Where? Here? Yeah, in Highland. Never had it. Melrose and Highland, Moza. Okay. I think it's called like Bene alla Speck or something like that. It's the best pizza and it's prosciutto, pineapple, and jalapeno. And I miss it. it used to be, oh my God. It was just like, uh, I would eat that when I ate meat. Now that I don't, my favorite pizza is all the veggies, like veggie, 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 pineapple, and jalapeno. Yeah. It's so dope. It's so good. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't want the fruit hot. You have them put the pepperoni on after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, no hot. So it's a, it might be a little warm because of the temperature Mm-mm. of the pizza, but like, no, you don't want it, you don't want it cooking with the pe- with the pineapple. Mm-hmm. You throw the pineapple on after. It's I such agree. a nice like combination. It's such a nice like contrast to everything that's that's spicy there or whatever. It's so good. It really is. Oh yeah. my gosh, delicious. Yeah. Does anyone else have any questions or anything else we want to yeah. discuss or throw out at this time? What's the best pizza you've ever had in your life, Zach? Uh, well, Lupicata. Yeah. Lupicata. And I'm not just saying that. It was legitimately, like, I was, I mean, you were there. I was having a moment with that pizza. It was, it, it was, was amazing. A, it was something. Um, my favorite pizza ever is a chain pizza called Round Table. Oh my I God. I love Round Table pizza. I grew up like a block away from a Round Table in Sacramento. Like it was, not to brag, I'm from Sacramento. Um, <laughs> it was like Round Table just for whatever reason, my favorite pizza like i love the sauce i love the combinations they have i love the ratio of like cheese to sauce and everything i love the temperature they cook it at the how it comes out like round table pizza is my favorite pizza ever what about you my favorite pizza ever um i don't really know if i have a good answer to that because i appreciate most pizzas you know but someone asked um the questions what made me stop eating meat Mm. well what made me stop eating meat was the fact I started getting sick when I started eating it. Oh um, so I'd been thinking about possibly giving it up for a little bit, but then I was like, you know what? I'm fine. I would always just like push it off. Like I don't want to give anything up. I don't want to be like an absolutist about my food because I love food. I'm like kind of a low key foodie. But then when I started getting sick from eating meat, and especially if I was on the road or touring or, you mm. know, doing not by your house, it's really awful to be sick when you're on the road. Yeah. So I just decided, you know, it's not worth it. And also maybe my body's not able to handle it right now. So I just gave it up. And that was three years ago. And I haven't looked back. Yeah. Uh, oh. My guy, Zoo, it's great, but not $27 great. Hey, look, you can spend a lot of money at Roundtable, but it's always going to have a special place in my heart. There's a Roundtable right by my house. Remember mm. when I, I wrote? Okay, so you guys, I've oh, been God. reading back my old journals, my old diaries from when I was in middle school. And I posted a clip. <laughs> Amazing. And I should have posted it. I'll put it on the hot pizza ass Instagram. I had 
I had a whole journal entry about round tables where I was like, dear diary, my parents are mad at me because I, they said that we could order pizza with their permission. And I ordered a medium pizza from round tables for $16. And I gave the tip, I gave the guy 20, no, it was 14. $14. Yeah. I ordered it for $14. I gave the delivery guy at 20 and I said, you can keep the change. It's a tip. And, and my parents exploded and got so mad at me for leaving a $6 tip. What would Jesus do? Why would you tag it with what would <laughs> Jesus do? WWJD. so weird to me. No offense to anyone. But like to have that. Okay, look, I was very Christian. Do? I was yeah, Christian. That's true. that's true. You were. And I was upset that, you know, because I think Jesus would for sure leave 100%. a $6 tip. Yeah. And he would basically have a pizza party with all the whores and the lepers of the community. Why are the whores the first ones out there? Because that's who Jesus hung out with. Yeah. Shout out to Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Yeah. So he hung out with everybody. That's what he was famous for. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, his followers and stuff. And he would have a pizza party and he would definitely tip $6 for pizza. Yeah. He would turn that water into ranch mm-hmm. and he would go to town. Know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. No water in the ranch. What? Yeah, ranch is good with pizza. I'm not, I didn't. Especially I didn't round say, table. Say, yeah, actually, that's, good. <laughs> that's a good combination right there. <laughs> um, someone asked about, uh, I think it's Giordano's in Chicago. So, how? Where are you on deep dish? You know what? I do like deep dish. Okay. Okay. There's a place in Echo Park called Masa. Have you been there? No, I haven't been. Okay. We got to go. Okay. I've heard about it, but I haven't been. They're the only place in LA that I think does really good deep dish and it takes 45 minutes. You order it. They make the whole thing for you. And of, of course you're full after like two slices. That's my only downside about that is like, first of all, because it takes so long to make, it's, it's mm-hmm. harder to customize and you can't try as much stuff. You have to order the whole pie. Okay. So that's the only downside with deep dish, in my opinion, even though I do love it. I love all pizza, but I would rather um, have a thin slice and be able to try different stuff. Yeah, that's how that's how I feel on it. Yeah. Something that's a little bit lighter. Ooh, someone said blue cheese dip. I'm wi- I'm I love blue, blue cheese, cheese over dip. Ranch. Over oh, ranch, I'll do it. Oh, over ranch, yeah. man. I don't know about over ranch, yeah. but I love it. I'm with it. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Like deep dish. Like if I'm in Chicago, I'll have it. Like I'm in to go. I'll go to Giordano's. I'll go to the places you need to go and I'll have it. But um, but it's not my favorite. Like I, it's not bad. It's not like I'm like oh I'm not gonna have deep dish. But I just I would prefer a thin slice. Yeah. Speaking of pizza talk, so I've been posting this all over, and I've seen after I've posted it, a couple of other people have posted it. You saw that um, Russo Brothers. I think it's Russo Brothers or yeah. Russo Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not Russo Brothers. I Russo think it's just pizza. Russo's Pizza yeah. in New York posted uh, a coronavirus mask that was a, a slice oh, of pizza. <laughs> And I put it in my story and I was like, this is amazing. And I reposted it on the hot pizza ass account, Instagram account. And I saw it because Lupacata knows mm. them. And so I found it on Lupacata's account. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm reposting. And then Ghost Pizza posted Yo, it. Shout out to Ghost Pizza. By yeah, the way. yeah. We love Ghost Pizza. They're awesome friends of ours. And uh, like everyone in the pizza community is like picking up this photo. It's so, it's such a funny Which photo, is yeah. so funny. It's like literally, it's like this. It's like a piece yeah, of pizza upside the, down like a with a mask. string. Yeah. <laughs> like they're ready for the coronavirus, which yeah. is basically how I want to prepare, you know, in my fantasy That's land. That's the only way to, the only way to survive. <laughs> do you want more wine? So good. Of course I do. Don't show the label because they're not sponsoring us. 
<laughs> if you want to sponsor at Darling or at hot, a hot pizza app. Yeah, or just email me, Aaron at AaronDarling.com. We will take some sponsorship uh, opportunities right now, especially because I want to live stream and I want to, you know, do more podcasting because um, during this period of time, I want to provide more fun, more entertainment yeah. to you guys. Vegan pizza. Gabe wants to know about okay, vegan pizza. So what I are your thoughts on that? I don't mind it. There's actually a really incredible vegan pizza in Minneapolis. Um, Ooh, it's wow. called Pizza Luce. It's one of my favorite pizza places in, in America. And they have a really good vegan pizza with good vegan cheese and everything. But unless you're vegan, it's hard to replace regular cheese. I so agree with yeah. you there. And that's, that's the one difference. Everything else I'm good with. Cauliflower, crust, all that. I'm, co- I'm cool with it. But the real cheese is like, that's a that's almost a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Oh, you'll sponsor us with vegan pizza? Okay, what? cool. Let's okay, do it. Let's sponsor do it. us. Just send me a DM. Slide in my DMs or okay. send me an email. Aaron at AaronDarling.com. But so here's my view on vegan pizza. So I'm vegetarian. I'm not vegan. I still eat cheese. And that's the only reason why I'm not vegan. Because I love cheese and I love pizza. And it's been really hard for me to find a type of cheese that really like melts properly. So... But that being said, every time that I am in an establishment that has a vegan pizza and I'm ordering by the slice, I will order their vegan pizza just to try it. I had a really good one at Game Over Pizza. Um, They have a really delicious pizza with kind of like a thicker crust and it had yams and stuff like that on it. Mm -hmm. And it was delicious. Um, And then also Ghost Pizza, whenever I visit there and I'm curious about their vegan cheese or ask questions about them, they'll normally hook me up with like a free slice, which is so cool of them. They're amazing. And so I'll try whatever they have. They're on Melrose, right? Yeah, they're on Melrose. If you guys are in Los Angeles, Ghost Pizza. So I will almost always try the vegan pizza if I'm ordering by slice just to try it, you know, because, dude, I want to find a cheese that I like. I want to find a vegan cheese that I like. Yeah, for sure. And and, uh, so (laughs) we go to Minneapolis, like Pizza Luce does have an amazing vegan cheese. Like It's it's really good. But but what I notice a lot of the times when you do order a vegan pizza, a lot of the times they are cheeseless. Yeah, 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 for sure. Which I, you know, sometimes that's okay, but I'm not, I'm still getting used to that idea. Like I still like the cheese on the pizza. Right, right, right. Just like I kind of like like white pizza. I'm really particular about my white pizzas. I still like like the traditional like want the tomato sauce. But every yeah. now and then you have a really amazing white pizza where you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Under- I'm just eating white pizza. Completely <laughs> underrated pizza topping ricotta cheese mm-hmm. not as the base but like just as like a little dollop here and there oh yeah oh great god yeah so good that's really good totally underrated yeah i love it what, what's your stance on truffles so like everything is just kind of truffle oil right Okay, so that's that's, that's what so I, that's the issue, right? Like he's truffles, heard me he's yeah, heard no, me heard, rant about rant truffles. Before, so before. I just kind of just laying it up for her there, but yeah, yeah. Like, like so, so if it's real truffles, I'm in, but that's hard to get, and that's fucking expensive. It's expensive, to get. yeah. So like most things are just like here's something with truffle oil on it. <laughs> yeah, so Which that's still good. That's where I stand on it. I get so annoyed when you're, I'm marketed this idea of truffle pizza. You just ask this question to yourself. <laughs> I know, and then they just serve you truffle oil, which you know is a far more cost effective way to do the truffle pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I hate it when there is a truffle pizza on the menu that has real truffle, but then it's like $75 or something like that. Right, yeah. Where you're like, okay, well, because there's some pizza here in town. That's like, yeah, that's called uh, Antica. Yeah. Antica Michelle pizza. I think it's, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, really good. Their truffle pizza, I think is actually $50. Okay. 
But here's the problem. I've been to the French Laundry. Right. I've been to Thomas it's Keller's to, yeah, Mecca. And when tough. you order a plate full of risotto with truffles, they bring the truffles out to you. They open up the box and they shave yeah, they it. Shave that shit, yeah. And they cover your entire plate with truffles. And that's an extra $100 to whatever you're paying per dish. So if I order a piece of pizza or a whole pizza, sorry, and it's $75, like they better cover that with the truffles. By the way, I was at Bouchon. Uh, I love Bouchon. Bouchon's fantastic. But I was at Bouchon where they off. It was like I got some pasta and they said, would you like truffle on it? Truffle shavings. I was like, hell yeah. Truffle shavings on, <laughs> not knowing the extra cost or whatever. So they did that. And then when I got the bell, I was like, what the fuck yeah. happened? But Thomas Keller. But actually worth it. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's amazing because it's fresh. It's real. Yeah, well, like it's, it's not like, really fresh, you know, like it's well, always like dry, but you yeah. know, but you know how it is. So that's just my problem with it. It's like if I'm paying the extra money, I just want I want it's the truffles. Yeah. I want the freshness and I want a lot of it, you mm-hmm. know, because pizza is so inexpensive to make. So really all you're paying for is the truffles. Yeah, that's all you're paying <laughs> for. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you got me not eating meat this month. So that's one. So we were supposed to not eat. I was not going to eat meat. Oh, yeah. And we were weren't going to drink. No drink. So <laughs> drinking clearly. Having yeah. Cheers on that. Cheers, note. Cheers, yeah. All right. So how's your no meat March going? So it's been weird. It's been weird. Like I <laughs> um, like I'm used to eating meat. Like I like I eat a lot of chicken. Right. Like I eat a lot of chicken. And so um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm used to like it's been weird, like thinking, oh, I'll get something for lunch. I'll get a salad or something. Let me add chicken to it. And then having to correct myself and not... So it's been, what, 13 days at this point? I don't know if I'm going to go meatless forever, but I actually feel, like, pretty good. Then why wouldn't you go meatless forever? I really like meat. I really like chicken. Like, chicken's delicious. It is. I understand the issues with getting chicken, but it is, like, it's really good. Like, chicken wings? Chicken wings are... Okay, chicken wings are the only good part of chicken. <laughs> the rest of it, okay. I'm good on. Okay. I am good on. Yeah. But no, but it's actually been, so it's Ooh. been, a, it's been Ooh. just kind of tricky. Hold on, this person has a really good question. What, what about breakfast hell? pizza with gravy for the sauce? That sounds amazing. I don't understand anything that just, you just said, but I'm in. I'm imagining gravy, okay. and on top of that, like, like a cheese, like a, a white cheese. Okay. And then on top of that, some like sausage, like breakfast sausage. Sure. Throw some breakfast sausage on there. Some egg, scrambled egg or something. No. No. Oh, no. I'm not a, no, that's disgusting. Oh, okay. I don't want egg on my pizza, but I was imagining a light drizzle of like a really nice, like high end um, maple syrup on top of that. Yeah. Does it sound good? Yeah, that does sound good. Yeah. I know. Taco pizza. That I'm all about that. I don't know what that means, but explain it to me. I'm in on that. Mm. So breakfast pizza, tortilla, scrambled eggs, melted cheese, sometimes sausage, cut into triangles, bomb. I'm out on the eggs. I don't mind it, but like I'm very particular on how my eggs are. I'm very particular. Like mm-hmm. it's got to be the right amount of like cooked, like especially with scrambled eggs, like a, a fried egg or like a runny egg or whatever. I'm good. But when it's scrambled eggs, like it's got to be the right amount of runny, but like still like very solid, like fluffy kind of scrambled eggs. It's difficult to do. Every now and then I still eat eggs. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll eat fish and stuff, right? I eat fish. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, do. Could, I could not live without sushi. 
All right, guys, thank you so much for joining this special episode of Hot Pizza Ass Quarantine TV. I am Aaron Darling Taralva, and I'm joined by Zach Harper. Thank you so much, Zach, for joining us oh, here. Yeah, where can people follow you and support you and your life goals? Uh, at Talk Hoops on Twitter and Instagram, and then uh, subscribe to The Athletic if you can, or subscribe to SiriusXM and find me on the NBA channel, channel 86. Right. Okay, cool. Got it. Thank you guys so much, and thank you for all the Patreon subscribers and everyone that supports this and shares it. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Bye.